0: Welcome to The Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and author. Hi, Karen.
1: Hello, Michael.
0: What story do we have today?
1: Michael, here's one from Serena Hallowell.
2: About a year ago today, actually, I was walking my little wiener dog along our street to go potty, and it happened to be pouring rain out. Now, being from New York, I kind of don't mind the pouring rain because it's like the only bit of weather we have down here. So I was out walking in the rain with my dog when all of a sudden we heard an unmistakable sound of a kitty meowing, crying. And we look around, and I look turn around, and right underneath one of the random cars parked on the street is a little orange kitten by the tire meowing now i'm like oh my god what do you do when this happens because it's not a normal situation i tried to go back to my parents house get a can of cat food and try and trap him have him come to me with my hands and grab him but that wasn't working and i stayed up all night listening to him meow I was figuring out a way to try and get him out so i could help him and save him Now the next day i called my boyfriend and he suggested i go to the local hardware store and buy a have a heart trap which is like one of those traps that when you step on it, the door shuts i go down there pick up the cage (laughs) and bring it back to my house now i set it up with a little bit of milk and a little bit of kitten food down near the end of the block where the car was parked thinking i'll set it out come check it in a couple hours and see if i have anything i set it out and i come back an hour later and he's inside the little cage So I'm freaking out. I can't believe that I've actually caught him. I can't believe that it's actually worked. So I grabbed the cage, running down back to my parents, being like, it worked, it worked, it worked. So now we have this little orange feral kitty in a cage that we have to figure out what to do with. And he was too young to go to Peggy Adams right away. They need to be about 12 weeks. So we decided to keep him for the night until we could figure out what to do with him. Famous last words, because of course we end up keeping him. We name him Ed Sheeran and we work slowly to get him used to being with people by leaving an iPad in the bathroom, playing videos and different radio stations and stuff so he could get used to people's voices. And slowly by surely going to the bathroom every day, checking on him, spending time with him, petting him. He became less and less scared like a feral cat and more and more like a house cat. And now a year later he rules the roost. He's in charge of everyone. He meows to get what he wants. And he's still walking around the neighborhood patrolling. Now, shortly after we found Eddie the cat, my mom and I are at our house when my mom gets a call from her best friend. She was on her way to the doctor because she'd broken her hip earlier in the year and she was going to do her PT. And she was walking her car when she looked out and saw a bunny in her yard. And if you're from South Florida, you know that this isn't normal. So she was like, I want to help this thing. I don't know what to do, so I'll just call my good friend Pansy, who saved this kitten last year. So they give us a call, and me and my mom, being animal lovers, have to go see what's up. And we drive down the street to my Aunt Casey's house, and sure enough, there is a little black bunny sitting in her driveway. Quickly, we catch it and put it in one of my dog crates that we have for my little wiener dog. And we're like, oh my god, what do we do? So my dad has me post signs around the neighborhood and online to try and get attention to see if anyone's missing a bunny But no one claims him. And then when I called the vet to make an appointment for him about a couple days later, they were unfortunately like, yeah, this happens all the time. People release their animals when they don't want them anymore, especially during COVID. And so now we have a Polish dwarf rabbit named Bun-Bun, who's become best friends with the cat Ed Sheeran. So it's a real regular zoo over here down in South Florida. So it just goes to show, had I never gone for a walk on that fateful evening, one November night, I would have never run into the best thing that ever happened to me.
0: Serena Halliwell, a story from an animal lover.
2: Have you noticed how many
1: animal lover stories we get? I, you know, it's almost as many as car accident stories. Yes. The reason I keep bringing them in, Michael, is because they are so emotional to the person telling them because so many people can relate to them. And because everyone's a little different.
0: Serena will stop at nothing to save these animals.
1: What's so interesting about the story, one of the things, is that she's got a dog already. She calls it a wiener dog. I think that's a dachshund. So we don't know how she got this dog. Then she hears what she calls the unmistakable sound of a kitty. As she's walking, one pet, so she goes back, gets this, is sure she's not going to be able to use this particular special cage. Sure enough, it works. And then what happens? They become the go-to people when you find an animal. Her mother's friend finds a bunny. And at this point, She's so cool. She knows right away this is going to work. And sure enough, she gets the bunny in no time. So this is what I see that happens is that it starts off small (laughs) and For all we know, if we check in with Serena in 10 years, she may have done this 10 times because people get to know, oh, this is the one who does such and such. And then people start thinking, well, if I've saved one, why can't I save more?
0: Well, it's a sad statement that we humans seem to abandon our animals,
1: Certainly, as she says, uh, with COVID, people started adopting and then they couldn't handle them anymore and they let them go. And thank goodness that there's somebody like Serena, somebody like her mother, who makes up for people who cannot take care of these animals. That's definitely a piece of it, too. But I feel like this is the beginning of what is going to be perhaps a lifelong pattern for Serena. I've got to ask you a question, though. What did you think, Michael, when she said they named the kitten Ed Sheeran?
0: Well, I know Ed Sheeran is a British pop star with red hair, so the cat must have reddish hair.
1: See, I didn't know that. I knew Ed Sheeran's voice, but I didn't know that he had red hair. And I was thinking, was it the sound of the meow? (laughs) That made that he was a singer. And so she loved Ed Sheeran. I mean, thank goodness she didn't name the kitten Carrot Top.
0: Carrot Top's not a bad name. I think a lot more people would have got the reference. Karen, I'm not familiar with the cat world. If you're a feral cat, are you always a feral cat?
1: Interesting question, apparently not. Many people, they adopt these feral cats and little by little, they're able to tame them. Now, as she says, Ed Sheeran or Eddie still rules the roost and still patrols, but when she adopted him, he was a kitten. So it was still very possible to domesticate him. I'm hoping that she's going to post cat and bunny pictures because the idea of those two species together, a black bunny and an orange kitten, that sounds pretty adorable.
0: Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a story they'd like to share, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Send me an email to Neil that's C-N-E-I-L-E at F-A-U dot I I don't need a summary. I just need you to ask for the instructions, and I'll be happy to send them. Real, real, real simple.
0: Our website also has contact information as well as archive stories at W-L-R-N Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank
1: you, Michael. See you next week.
0: Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and author. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.